Episode 33 of Nerd Speak. How you boys doing? Thanks. Good. Yeah, doing well. Doing well. Pretty welcome. Thank you. Yeah, it's a pretty good week. It's good. You feeling better over the strep? Much better. Yeah, I took some uh, antibiotics and got got a lot of gogurt. And... <laughs> <laughs> gogurt helped. Oh man, frozen gogurt is the best. Can't say I've ever had that. I'm telling you, five yeah, pack, throw it in the freezer. It's our first sick day we've had to take. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, right. that's true. We, we get two a year, I think, because uh, <laughs> that was outlined in my orientation. <laughs> Let's talk to HR about that. <laughs> I thought it was only one. <laughs> well, we're going to dive this week into uh, right away into our versus question. And uh, this week, our topic is going to be superhero weapons. And Brian, you get Green Lantern's ring versus Batman's utility belt. Hmm. Which one... I guess, which one would you rather have, and which one do you think serves a greater purpose? I mean, honestly, no. I, I think I would have to take the ring over the belt. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the belt is iconic in a great many ways, but, you know, you also can't just go walking around anywhere wearing that thing. People are going to notice. A little ring. bulky under the, uh, yeah, I like this, I like, under you your know, Van Houston button up. Yeah, I don't know if that I like goes the, around the Wranglers. The one thing that does it all type of thing. And plus, it's, you know, it's only limited by your imagination, right? Well, and your will. Your will. The ring? Yeah. yeah. But don't you have to carry around the lantern with you to charge it up? It's, yeah, it's I mean, you, It's not like you have to carry your iPhone. You're going to run out of stuff in your utility belt before the ring's ever going to die. That's unless, true. Unless your will's not Unless you're always trying to find something where, you know, with the ring, you just be like, and you're like, I don't know. Well, Batman's used to know. Well, he, yeah. he knows to know. It's his Everything he needs, it's right here on his right-hand side at the at the easy place. He's never reaching around outside <laughs> himself. What's this? Chasing What's his that? tail, trying to find the thing that's in the middle of his back. So. Do you think the uh, utility belt was based on what policemen wear? Or do you think the policeman adopted it after hearing the, about the utility belt? <laughs> that's well, a good, that's a solid if question. If you go back to 66, you know, you, you see the, the chief in there. He's not wearing a whole lot. Mm-hmm. He's pretty much got his billy club. Once in a while he pulls that's out a, a little bitty 38 pistol. So I'm going with the ring. Brennan, I'm going to throw one at you. Superman's eyeballs versus the eye of Agamotto. You don't say directly in everything. <laughs> I paused just so I wouldn't say Agamotto. <laughs> I have Agamotto for sure. Really? Yeah. The power to control time like that? I mean, yeah. if we're going off MCU stories, yeah. For sure. I would absolutely take that. Over that was... heat vision, x-ray. Yeah. Come on, you can just pretty much look through anything. anything but I, could freeze, I could freeze time and look through anything. And I could reverse it if I fucked up. <laughs> it is a great eraser. Yeah, that's true. What else does it do besides that time? It's just pretty much. That's, it. that's, that's probably yeah. enough for yeah. one thing. To for for this argument, that's what I'll base it with, and I'll go with the time, the time stone. But in the comics, it does so much more. Isn't it like the source of his power? It's a source. It's a source. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. 
So just hands down, huh? Hands down, the eye of Agamotto, uh, for sure. I would uh, I take that over the eyeballs. Hmm. That was very like. No, no debate at all, huh? No, I would. I, it wasn't a question for me because I feel like it, like the only cool thing maybe would be the heat vision, but meh. Over X-ray? Over X-ray? X-ray, I could. But it's like like I said, like with the eye of Agamotto, I could stop time and look through anything I wanted. You could rifle through anything. Is what I you're do, saying? Well, there's that. I I mean I thought like when I was doing this the outline, I thought for sure I'm like. Superman's eyeballs. That's a great one. I do like the, you know, the comparison of eyeballs versus the, you know, a not physical eye. But no, I just, uh, no, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Ted. Yes, sir. Let's go with Peter Parker's web shooters uh-huh. versus Wolverine's claws with the adamantium. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the claws. Really? Yeah, I just think that uh, they're going to be able to get more done. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Have you seen this? The new Tony Stark design web shooter. Yeah, like no, I wasn't. I wasn't. It's was like, like fifty-two different web companies. Right. I wasn't including that because we haven't, you know, been exposed to that yet. Okay. But I don't know. The claws seem uh, a little bit more um, blunt and to the point, and you literally, know, you can use it as a screwdriver if you want to. <laughs> Say Open you're doing some barbecue, you could shish kebab with them. That Shave was, maybe uh, a little bit. So, yeah, but what if you're doing something and they accidentally fire? Well, I mean, you don't want them to. <laughs> what kind of motion are you making? Yeah, exactly if you're masturbating, you're your knuckles are outside of your hand, so it wouldn't. If anything, you're just shredding the air. Okay, but still, that, that's too, a little close to have that. That's there. true. You have a bad dream in the middle of the night or something. Well, like you in, saw uh, that. the first one. Yeah, yeah. He stabbed Uh That was one of my. You know, back in the 90s, they used to have, like, the superhero cards, like the trading cards. Mm-hmm. They had Fleet was the one that used to do them. Fleer. Or Fleer, is that? Yeah. And uh, they had, like, a summertime one, because they used to do ones where you'd collect them, and it would make, like, a big picture when you put them all together. Right. And one of my favorite ones was the summertime one, because okay. they had, like, you know, Rogue and Storm in their bathing suits. Right, yeah, yeah, but I the best, now. the best one is Wolverine standing over a grill... And he's got, you know, he's in his swim shorts, no shirt, and he's got his claw out, and he's got a hot dog on each claw, and he's smoking <laughs> a cigar. I was like, that is hilarious. That was so, always one of my favorite, though. You don't agree with the claws? You go web shooters? I would totally go web shooters, hands really? down. You yeah. can essentially fly. You can climb, grab things. Well, you not Spider-Man powers, just with the web shooters. Just the web shooters. I, I mean, think you that would... You can do that with the claws. Oh, man, do swinging, swinging like that between New York City, I feel like would be the coolest... Hmm. I don't know. I thought for sure. I'm I'm going claws. I mean, okay. It's your question. Dark dark alley. No matter how long you want to be over a web shoe, just stick them to a wall. Thwip thwip over shut people up on YouTube. Brian, what was the last movie you saw? Transformers. You saw it, huh? More than that. You you wasted your own money on that, or I did. I was kind of happy about it too. Happy why? Because. It, it was it was a great many things. Great was not one of them. Really good was pretty good. It it or it was really pretty good, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. I was going to say, you need uh, to reach with that yeah, sentence. Um, <laughs> look for your word. But it, it gave me some... So I've not been super happy with the last several. You know, they're fun to go watch and all. Right. They're a good summer movie, but they haven't been true to the story, you know, the original story. 
or anything. And much like I speculated before, I saw in the trailer that I, a lot of elements of the Transformers Prime animated series that was out uh, that you watch on Netflix right now. Yep. Um, I saw a lot of that coming in there, and that was true. There's a lot of that, which, you know, the Transformers Prime cartoon was really pretty legit. Harkens back to most of the older stuff. Now, they did some other things in this movie that I'm just like, what the F are you doing and why? Yeah. I mean, there's a whole montage where Murgatron wants working with the government to get his Decepticons, and it's a straight-up rip-off of the Suicide Squad. The whole roll call type thing they did. Yeah. Exactly the same thing. But then they rat, he rattles off four or five Decepticons we never heard of, never seen of before. Stupid names, stupid, look stupid, sound stupid. They weren't, like, originals? No. And then they end up getting killed off, you know, very quickly. That's the one thing I hate so about that series. So they're quick to, like, create these, quote-unquote, fake Transformers just as throwaways. Instead of, I mean, they rarely dig into the arsenal of cool Transformers they have going all the way back to the original series. Yeah. You know, think, now we did get, there's a, there's a surprise cool one, but they screwed that one up too. And, and uh, some other things, but the little butler robot is awesome. Oh, the one with Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. I mean, they flat out call him, call him out as a C-3PO knockoff in the movie. Oh, really? <laughs> but he has the best lines of the whole thing, and and really makes it fun. Um, it's a cool story. It's heading back to you can see where they're trying to correct some of the things they've done wrong and get back on path. Uh-huh. But um, not great villain work. It, it just it came together. It was good. It wasn't like all the potential that it has. It wasn't there. Okay. So I heard that they threw in, diff, they mixed in different elements of like Suicide Squad, uh, Rogue One, and I think like Guardians. Like there was like distinctive ripoffs of like what you're saying. Yeah, like, it's like the Michael thing Michael with Bay's like run out the of names ideas. going across the screen and uh-huh. shit like that. They did yeah. that. Oh yeah, the whole. I mean, it was dead on Suicide Squad. Oh. And the thing is, the place some places where they did kind of that stuff or. They, you thought, you know, like the, the robot that looks like C-3PO kind of, they flat out call it out themselves and make a joke of it. Right. And there wasn't, a t- like, almost too much humor in some places. Okay. Um, it's strange. But, I mean, of, what do we have now, five of them? Four or five? Is, I think this is five. I thought this was six. I don't think it's that bad. I don't think, I think it's five. Anyway, okay. out of all of them, it's probably second or third. Really? On my list. Okay. You know, but the first one would probably being the best of them so far, I guess. Uh-huh. First or second. Uh-huh. I don't know. They've all been. You can't say the second one's the best. They've all been. The second really one is hands down critically the worst. Yeah, and mostly yeah. because I mean they just they've got a wealth of characters that they just don't. I mean, I heard, why don't we have a great sound wave? I don't know. Yeah, like I don't know. Well, I mean, it's like we got sound wave, but it was a super shitty. And then they, Stupid fucking satellite. Yeah, and then they kind of fixed Soundwave in the Prime series. Yeah. Soundwave got cool again, even though he was more of this satellite, not really satellite, but just a communications kind of feed and, yeah. and connected into everything internet. And, you know, they could have, you know, him, I mean, it was just, yeah. So I heard we find out what happens to uh, Sam Wickwitty. Witwick? Witwick? I don't know that we really Whitwick. find out what Whitwick. happens to him. Witwicky. 
But we do get a shadow of the booth. We do get a, a slight cameo from him. It's pretty hysterical. Okay. Oh really? Awesome. Uh, and I I heard that this was supposed to be the last one. I mean I know it's the last one for Bay and Wahlberg, but I thought I mean the way they're advertising it, it's like the final chapter. Find out what happens and never like, they're, they're coming across like it's the Maybe last it's rebooted then. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. But you saying that they said no, it, it very much feels like there's another continue. one coming. Yeah. But, I mean, it straight up sets it up. So, I mean, it, it leaves you a cliffhanger kind of. Okay. So I just, maybe Bay's out, which, you know, it's about time because he's just... He is, He yeah. has just obviously run out of ideas. That's the one thing I got out of this one. He's got to go do Bad Boys 3. Yeah. Which should be dope. Those first two ones are hilarious and awesome. And when we call the second one awesome? Come on, dude. <laughs> All those bodies flying out of the car. Can <laughs> we call that? You know it was. What was the last movie you saw, Brandon? Last movie I saw was Catfight. Okay. Which is like this, it was an indie film, and the only reason I watched it was because... Uh, You're on this women's wrestling kick. Well, I will, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that may have had something to do with it. But, uh, but it was advertised on one of the other podcasts that Ted and I listened to, Douglas Movies. And they had, you know, the two stars, Sandro and Nan Haish. And the director, uh, he's got some stupid name, uh, but he had been on the epi- he had been on an episode before and was kicked off because he was just too ridiculous and like wouldn't shut up, didn't you know understand that he was on a podcast, kept interrupting everybody and was a total spaz. So I guess like after months and months, they you know Doug talked to him and brought him back onto the show to hype his movie Catfight right. and had Sandro and Anne Hage with them, which would be cool because they're both movie stars and. Same and thing. in the movie. Yeah, well, yeah, and they were in the movie, and so the same thing happened with him and Anne Hache, and they both just like went ballistic, and Doug kicked them off like within a half hour, and so I was like, all right, well, I'll watch the movie, see what it's like, and it was terrible, it was awful, just straight. I mean, <clears throat> it was about these like two girls that went to college together, and then they like meet up later in life end up beating the shit out of one another and it puts her into a puts one of them into an, a coma she wakes up two years later and like her son went to the war and died her husband got into an accident and died and like essentially like her whole life is fucked Jesus. she's got like no money whatsoever and Anne Hache rises as like an artist in New York then they meet up again because Sandro finds out where she's been and what she's doing goes to an art opening and beats the shit out of her again, and then puts Anne Heche into a coma for two years, and Anne Heche is married to Alicia Silverstone, and it was, and so, and then they, like, they come back together at the end, and the end is just them beating the shit out of each other again. Wow. It was just like, it didn't, like, like, the story was just not there. How, and you made it through the whole thing? I, I don't leave movies or right, like right. I stick it out. And it was just like the sound effects during the fights that they, like, added with ADR, you might as well put, like, kapow or zap <laughs> on top of it. Like, it was awful. Very low budget. Yeah, very. It, I mean, I know who you're talking about. Uh, Owner Tooley. Oh, Tooley, yeah. Something, something like that. that. It, he just seems like he's trying to be Bobcat Goldthwait with some of Bobcat's movies that are out there. Okay. Which are kind of, like, off-centered and, you know, you have to have a certain sense of humor to appreciate them and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, that guy, he kind of seems like... I don't know how he's getting movies made. Maybe he's married to a rich lady or a oh, man. Right. So, I, I, I just, I don't know. I feel like we could probably put on a better movie. 
I'm sure we could. Uh, but yes, I also did get John Wick two this week, and, and that was fucking awesome. You like you that? I dug that one. That one is cool. I had the first one I you know retracted statements on, rewatched it. it was pretty cool. <laughs> you gotta watch this one out the gate. Yeah, this one out the gate. I was like, okay, I'm down. You're down right away. Yeah, it was a lot much better action, much better like flow of the story. I felt like right. And uh, I just loved everybody in it. Like, a little Tom. bit better structure to it. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing that really bugged me is that, uh, what's her name? Um, Ruble. Ruby. Yeah. Ruby. You don't like her at all. Well, I don't like her at all, but I don't like the way her character was because they, like, they portrayed her as like the big bad, like the in one the that he had to get past. And it's like she didn't do shit in the movie and there was nothing super special about her. Yeah. So, but I, I mean, they still played her that way. I didn't come off like she was the big bad necessarily. I She definitely trailer, trailer, they did. I thought she was definitely more of the henchman. Yeah. And she, I thought, you know, it's kind of cool that she was deaf and they were doing the sign language. Yeah. I, I like how they do their, like, on-screen captioning. Right, yeah. And it's not just, like, yellow subtitles at the sure. bottom. Um, but the third one is a go. They're, they're writing it. And, and there's, like, it. a TV show being developed? I, there's supposed to be a TV show developed that is supposed to be set in that world. Okay. And, you know, there's a debate if Keanu would show up or not. To me, it sounds like what they're going, what I thought I read was that everything's going to be kind of, like, based out of the hotel. Yeah. And so it's that, essentially, like, the be, Highlander TV show? TV show? Kind of. Okay. But, like, everything's going to be in and out of that hotel and who's coming in and what they're doing. And, I mean, to me, that would make the most sense because you're able to um, uh, see what's going on. <laughs> I have no idea. Dude. Sorry, I just picked up my cup and it's just his whole house is covered in Riley hair. Riley hair. <laughs> Can't get away from it. Um, but there's debate if he'll, he'll show up or not. Okay. So, but yeah. I, you know, yeah, I think something based on the... The, uh, the hotel would the be hotel a pretty, pretty cool, cool idea. Yeah. I like the idea of like the high table and there's all these assassins out there by lived by this code. And what do you think of Fishburne showing up? I thought that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was like, this is absolutely what this movie needs. I love the whole messaging system and everything. Like, yeah, the, the tattooed, you know, I can do this, women, and, and <laughs> the whole switchboards and oh, I used everything about it. it was cool. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was really neat. Brian, what about you? His last movie? Oh wait, no, Ted. Yeah. yeah. Ted. We just talked about uh, it for like a half hour. Mm-hmm. I saw a little movie called... The last movie I saw was technically Deadpool, but... I watched that last week, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was on HBO. I was like, okay, Deadpool's awesome. I'm like, I'm not saying that. Uh, last movie I saw was The Arrival. <sighs> yep, right. Uh, how, uh, how did that go? I don't know if I was just predisposed, predisposed to not enjoying it. Yeah. I you think you made yourself convinced you weren't going to enjoy no, it no matter what. I did not dislike it as much as I thought I was going to. Okay. But I did not like it. Yeah. It was... Take that as a compliment, Amy Adams. Yeah, and... <laughs> so I'm sure she's I mean, the most interesting thing to me was Forrest Whitaker, and he's in it for, like, maybe, I don't know, five minutes total screen time. And it's just... I had a hard time getting into it. Yeah. And just... I kind of had it figured out halfway through. I don't know about all that. Yeah, I think you, you tried pulling probably, you, you, I think you probably picked up enough of us telling the story on this podcast. You haven't seen it, have you? I haven't. You can ask Brandy when we're done. I was like, this is what's going on. Yeah. <sighs> okay. With, you know, was it worthy of an Oscar nomination for Best Picture? Probably not. No. no, it wasn't. 
Well, you haven't seen it the, yet. I probably haven't, but maybe you the most it. interesting thing about it was the fact that this is a alien arrival movie, which was told in a completely different kind of way. Yeah, it because was original and it was different. Everybody makes the argument that the universal basic language is math. Right. Blee blop plus blee blop equals math don't lie. Right. You know, no matter who you are, math don't lie. And this kind of just throws that out the window. Yeah. Where they're like, no, language is the best language. So. But it's math. No, it's not. Not in that movie, it wasn't. Anyway, I I would give it like in the in the spectrum. I put it in the middle of the road. Okay. So. This is also why I have such apprehensions for the Blade Runner movie because this dude's doing the Blade Runner movie and oh he is yeah and you see there, there's they did some little thirty second things on Warner's feed where just little thirty second things about from Harrison talking about what it's like to be back in the movie and oh. and uh, what's his name and, and the bad guy and Ryan so, Gosling. yeah Gosling they, they each did their own thing and. Harrison says, you know, specifically, you know, it's just, they take you right back into the world, the sets, the props, it's just, it's just you're right back there, and he said, and the clothes still fit, or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I worry for that movie, it's just because this guy. Oh, I think that movie's going to be good. I'm excited for that I, one. I'm, don't get me wrong, I'll go see, I'll, I will go see that one in the theater, but yeah. I can see through the arrival pretty, pretty clearly. Okay. So, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> whatever. We need one of our avid Nerd Nation fans to start taking notes. We can go back. We need a Wikipedia page. <laughs> get on that. Our social media director. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into uh, what's coming out this week. We've got uh, Amy Poehler and Wolf Ferrell getting together for some hijinks for the house, versus the return of uh, the Minions with Despicable Despicable Me Three. How many people Say that are three times? Why would they just call it Despicable Three? No. Uh, no. It's like how two lander should have worked. <laughs> two lander. <laughs> I wonder how many people that are in the house are also voice actors in Despicable Me Three. Yeah. Manzuka's done one. Despicable Me. Uh huh. Feels like know. there's probably some crossover there. I'm sure there is. I I, I think Despicable Me is going to win the box office. Yeah. No doubt. I mean, first really big kids movie of the summer, right? No. Summer. I mean, got Wonder Woman. There was another one that came out, and you were like, and we got Guardians. Is that a kid's movie? I'm saying G. Okay. Well, hell. No, we had Cars 3. Yeah. yeah. Which underperformed, I felt. Thank God. Yeah, and they said it was like the worst Pixar movie ever. Uh, that's because that entire franchise is the worst Pixar movie ever. Uh, I'm interested to see how, actually, we're going to go see the house on Wednesday. We got, uh, we scored some free passes. Free so, screeners. Free screeners. Get to see it early. Uh, and we will actually, we're going, planning on taking the little one, the nieces and nephews to see Despicable Me 3 this weekend as well, so. Not this nephew. Not, no, the, the little nieces and nephews, <laughs> not, not these, so. Brian, are you, are you, are you following with Will Ferrell or are you going with the Minions? Man, they're both good for so many different reasons. Mm-hmm. The house looks like it's just an absolute riot. It does, yeah. I mean, if I'm going for a guaranteed hardcore laugh, I think I'm going for that. Despicable Me will be a lot, you know, some of the same stuff, but it looks pretty good, too. So, I just, I I like Despicable Me sans the Minions. 
Is that why they got two of their own movies? Yeah, like, and... I think they just got like two fucking big. It's like the same thing with those goddamn penguins. I'm just like, come on. Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> those penguins were the best part of those fucking movies. I will give you. They were. That movie sucked. And the their TV show was fucking funny. Yeah, Did you I watch just, it? No. Oh, you're fucking stupid. I just can't. Shit was hilarious. Like the minions are good as like side characters. I don't need them to be like the star. And they're not. No, no, not they're not just, in the Despicable Me movies. But they are, like they're a little more involved than what I would like. Uh, I like the story of Gru. Gru's usually pretty front and center. I mean, he most is yes, but I just like I said, there's too much minion. Was it just too many of them? Too is that minion. It? <laughs> You're just full of the puns okay, tonight. Killing it. I I don't know. I I mean I, I still say Despicable Me, but it, the the house may save the comedy this summer. Rough night kind of underperformed. Yeah, I think for what people yeah, were, we're talking to go see that. What's where did it come in at? Is uh, that, was this his first week? No, this is its second week. It's only oh. done sixteen million. So, well, it's only got a budget of twenty, so they'll probably hit budget. Double their budget. Kind of worried about the money. It's sitting at 68 total gross and a $125 million budget. I don't worry about the money because they're making money overseas. Yeah, I heard they're killing it over there, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the only reason. Now, one woman has, like, cranked that. out the budget. Oh, yeah. They've doubled the budget just domestically at $300 million. I guess they should have double, sub- double the budget because that's actually yeah. what they spend on the movie. With right. marketing and everything. Right. The budget that you're looking at there, that's right. just production. Right. Okay. So guess, double guess it. I guess they should have... Uh, Signed on Petty Jenkins for the two. I thought they, she's not coming back. She is. They, they just she's not officially. They didn't back. sign up the. You know they should have locked her down before they did so well. Well, it's because <laughs> now she's such a up, terrible. Now she's going to be able to write her own check, yeah. which is great. Yeah, she should cash in on this. Oh, I'm sure she will. Uh, we'll right. see what the house does. I think that it may try to save the comedy summer comedy, but I'm trying to remember what it's rated. I'm just, like, I just don't feel, like, that's the crazy thing, is I just don't think, like, comedies do as well as they used to. Um, why do you think that? I, I don't. It's rated R, so. Yeah. There's always, usually there's a, it's like the R-rated comedy out, out yeah. there that will pull in bucks, but, like I'm saying, Rough Night didn't do that. No. And I think that it's like have what? been too, that should be something I, we I don't want to say that too female-oriented, but. It's probably, well, think, like, think, honest to God, that's probably what hurts it. I think yeah. the biggest problem with it is the trailer hurt it. I think it was edited badly because they make you feel like it's going to be this fun bridesmaid party night thing, and then it goes dark real fast. And, yeah. And, yeah. That usually happens when you kill your <laughs> hooker. So, <laughs> so I think I, I think it like you lose part of your audience or something there. So I don't I don't know. Hmm. All right, let's move on to uh, some new trailers we got. We got Goodbye, Christopher Robin, which seems to be the um, the story of the A.A. Malign. A.A. Malign uh, coming up with Winnie the Pooh and all that. OG them. story for Pooh. Um, <laughs> seems to be along the same lines of Finding Neverland. Yeah. The same folks are involved. So, uh, And your boyfriend, Brendan. Brendan Gleason. Gleason's in it. So. Dude's handsome as fuck. Uh, then we have the trailer for Daddy's Home 2, which I'm watching this and I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me, they're doing this. Oh my god, fucking Mel Gibson, I really don't give a shit. And then John Lithgow comes in and I'm like, yes. okay, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. 
maybe John Lithgow could save this. I don't know. I just, his interactions with Will Ferrell in the trailer were so good. It looks pretty ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, oh, the full-on mouth kiss. Yeah. And it's been two weeks since I've seen each other. And I don't know. I, I don't know if this was the best role for Mel Gibson to take on being a hard-ass grandpa, but he just doesn't look good. I think he looks fine. I just think he's a piece of shit. Yeah. He was good in uh, Bloodfather or whatever it was called. That was pretty good, but... Um, I don't know. I don't know if people are ready to see his comedic side yeah. so quickly. So, uh, And then we have the new Reese Witherspoon vehicle called Home Again. New romantic comedy. Right. Uh, Michael Sheen is in it along with a couple of younger guys. I don't know who they are. It, well, one one's, uh, what's his name? Something Resnick from SNL. He's the one that's in the car with them. Oh, okay. The other guy's an unknown, and then her boyfriend was a little bit of an unknown. Uh, and then Candace Bergen, who looks nothing like Candace Bergen. Bergen. You think so? No, she I looks quite she... different. No? Yeah, pretty much... I, she's pretty recognizable. Really? Mm-hmm. Murphy Brown. I suppose so. That she looks Sheen. a little more mod, but... Yeah, that's and true. And she's definitely, yeah, she's definitely getting there. But... I thought... Michael Sheen, when I first saw the trailer, when he gets punched really quick, I thought that was Judd Apatow. <laughs> it does kind of so, look like him. He might. Uh, I just want to out the beers. I love that dude, Michael. Sheen, he's so fucking comedically cool. <laughs> funny. Yeah, comedically funny can handle a drama real well. Like the only terrible thing I've seen him in, I think, was the Twilight movies, and probably the best part of the Passenger movie. So was. Oh, was, yeah, he was in that, wasn't he? Yeah. I haven't seen that yet. I, and I think the fact that he goes on Doug Love's movie. No, and, not, like, he wasn't in Twilight. He was in Underworld. No, he no, was he in, in Twilight. Oh, he was one of the He was a lichen right? in the Underworld series. Because he was married to Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, and he is... No, that was the director was married to Kate Beckinsale. I thought he was married to her. No. He's dating Sarah Silverman now. now. Yeah, he wasn't married to Kate Beckinsale. You sure? You can hit us up at hashtag nerdverses and tell me. You sure? Tell me Tubby's right. Uh, but then he was in the uh, Voltaire, which right. is like the leading council of the vampires in the Twilight series. So he comes on Doug Loves Movies, which is a podcast that both of us like. I mentioned again. And he absolutely kills it. Mm-hmm. And he comes out there with like a wagon of shit to give away. Oh, and it's like, Uggs I got for Sarah, but they, they don't, don't fit her. Some fan... <laughs> Who's a size 11? Yeah. Some fan, you know, stitched my face into a pillow, but I don't want it. Here you go. Here's he's, all my awesome he's movie hilarious. swag. And he's really good in um, Masters of Sex. Oh. On Showtime. Absolutely. Amazing. So, anyway, I think he may be the... I don't want to say saving grace, but if there's a reason to go for me to see it, it would be him. Well, and it's a Nancy Myers rom-com. Well, so. no, it's not. It's her daughter. She, Nancy Myers is producing it. This is her daughter wrote and directed this one. Oh, and even so, more kind of intriguing. Yeah. yeah. like to hear what our girls over at uh, Falling in Love with Trip and Brick and feel about that. And then the uh, one that we're going to get into and discuss is the new Flatliners remake with mm. your girlfriend Ellen Page in it. Yeah. You, you instantly were like, what the fuck? I mean, it was just like... Definitely not a movie I would have ever thought I'd see be remade. Why not? They're remaking everything else. I, but this, I felt like, was untouched territory, but I guess not. I mean, because it's not like the first one was like a big, you know, blockbuster. Was it? It kind of was, yeah. It 
it, it was one of those movies that came out that nobody was expecting to do anything, and it just kind of gained steam, steam, and it's just kept going steam. and going. Yeah, gained steam, gained steam, gained steam. And it had, you know, this is a Kevin Bacon, so it's part of Six Degrees. Well, and Kevin then, like, Bacon, Keeper Sutherland, that's Oliver the, Platt. That's the only thing I could see here, like, similance. Julia like, Roberts, right? Yeah, yeah she was. Julia Roberts. Uh, was Jules Schumacher before he went all tits and <laughs> ruined I mean, it Batman? A, it wasn't a terrible movie, by any means. No, was, not at all. And It was along the same veins of Lost Boys. I just don't yeah. know why it needed to be, this needed to be remade. Be done or something. And the only thing I could really say was that it's just like, and the cast Other both look everything fine. needs to be redone. Like the cast should say, like looking at the cast list, I would feel like this would be a good movie, but it's just like I'm not. Uh, You're not excited for this one. Not a, not really. This would be like a dollar fifty movie theater. The new one. Yeah. Okay. Because I've seen the original. And I'm right. Like, okay. I mean, that's an interesting idea. Nineteen ninety. Yeah, so I was three years old. You were three years old? Um, no, yeah, I mean, it did decent, but... Well, it was the, uh, the production budget's not even on there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this just looks to me like they take Flatliners and they're trying to make it Final Destination. Ish, yeah. Yeah, like it had that vibe of... The supernatural is coming after you because you died and came back. All right. Whereas you cheated death. You cheated death, so it's going to come get you. Whereas, like, with Flatliners, the original one, it was more in their heads and, like, you know, their guilt and stuff like that was coming back to haunt them and not necessarily specific things like you aborted a baby and there's a baby squirming and you murdered someone and, you know. This just just had that the final destination feel to it, like they were done for. Okay. So, in in series, they're just gonna, but that's what the other movie was too. So, in a way, yeah. But I didn't think all of them had the bad dreams. I thought that was just well, Keeper and Kevin Bacon. Yeah, they Billy all, Baldwin yeah. did because he had all the girls that he videotaped. Yeah, yeah. They were all being haunted by their sins. I just don't remember Julia Roberts. Or she's the one that never goes under, right? No, she goes under. They all go under. Yeah. It's well, been a notice, minute since I've seen it. Edgar Ramirez, we don't see him go under in the trailer. Edgar Ramirez? That's not who that was. That was Diego Luna. That's who I meant. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, Diego yeah. Luna. Yeah, you don't see him go under. Because I thought there was one of them in the original that didn't go under. I don't know. It's been a minute. I'll have to revisit. Maybe it'll give me a better idea if I want to see it or not. Do you have any interest in this, Brian? Or just what's this on will be a video. A video. I was just checking to see if we had any more entries for our drawing, yeah. our drawing <laughs> thing today. No interest. It's definitely yeah. not like a weekend one. Did you a video. Did no, you see the original one oh, yeah. when it came out? Yeah. Nineteen ninety. You were what? Up at Purdue. I was what? Up at Purdue. Yeah. Yeah, I've been there so. Yeah. What were you I doing in nineteen ninety ten? Uh, living in your mom's The difference in 1990 is this was a, <laughs> no, this was a new original idea that seemed very cool. And no, yeah. Like, yeah, and it's like the same thing with Final Destination. Like, that first one so Decent. good. Yeah. And it was so original and, like, out there and for the time. And then it was just like they ruined it with But sequels. don't you think it's weird that we're making the comparison of this supposed remake to a 
what was Final Destination, 10 years ago? At least. Instead of making the comparisons to the original that it's supposed to be based off of. Yeah. Well, I mean, you brought that, up the final destination. I mean, that, that can just be the way the trailer's cut. That's for that you. Yeah. I don't think that, I didn't think that this felt like too Final Destination-y. Well, it doesn't feel like the original Flatliners to me. It felt more Flatliners to me than That's Destination. That. Nah. Okay, wrong. we're wrong. We're wrong. Yeah, hashtag Ted's right. We'll see That's how that right. goes. <laughs> I'll be amazed if anybody hashtags anything. <laughs> I, I, I'm with you guys. I'm not, I have no desire to see this, so... All right, let's move into uh, news for this uh, week. Brendan, anything going on in the world of DC that's worth uh, mentioning? It's been real quiet since Wonder Woman came out, and our CW shows are not on right now. Uh, what are you talking about? I'm getting caught up on those shit. Yeah, yeah it's like reliving your life all over again. Right, <laughs> yeah. Catch up on Ted trying to tell us though. shit that's going on on The Flash all week. I can't believe You know, I totally see this happening. Oh, I called it, and it's yeah. like, Brian and I talked about that four months ago, idiot. Yeah, I don't in remember front of shit. In, Yeah, on the podcast. Like, I pay attention when you two talk. Apparently. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's been to pretty fill, To fill everybody in, I'm going back on Netflix now, since we have The Flash, and going through and watching last season. Or Apparently, season somehow, three. he knows everything that's going to happen. And, he, and he, you know, he just, he told us that he's called it for so long. Dude, it's... Uh, it's not it's it obvious right because there. you heard it. Because we talked about it. Watch <laughs> that shit real time. I'm going to come down here every Tuesday next next season. Be like, <laughs> what's going to fucking it. happen, Ted? All right, I'm going to write fine. notes. Man, they uh, forced you into watching those other shows, though, for that big crossover. The crossover yeah. was so good. It was. I'll give you that much. So fucking good. I, uh, I enjoyed the hell out of that crossover. Uh, I thought for sure it was going to go to... I thought Supergirl had an episode, but apparently not. They, she does, but it's, it's like it's middle. it's the intro. Like, their uh, teaser at the end of their episode mm-hmm. is like, and tomorrow on The Flash. Like, oh, okay. So you that. didn't have to watch it to watch... Not really. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Uh, but anyway, uh, nothing DC-wise? They, there was some talk... What was is it Ben Affleck? Affleck leave Batman again or Not yet. something? Still haven't found a director for Flash. Uh, but somebody said they were you like... No, hang on. The talk is, and this ties into Brian's Star Wars news, they might come back for The Flash. Lord and Miller? Yeah. Okay. So I hadn't seen that. That would be good because, yeah, we can get further into that when Brian gets up. But there was uh, somebody who was like online shopping for calendars and saw that there was a Gotham City Sirens 2018 post or a calendar like ready for pre-order really and like had Margot Robbie on the cover and so I don't know how soon we'll actually get that it might be sooner than we thought if they're prepping calendars for 2018 but wouldn't that be her supposed to be her Poison Ivy Catwoman and uh, Batgirl Batgirl potentially but they would, haven't cast anybody besides Marco Robbie, so... Yeah, exactly. How, how the fudge are you doing a calendar? Right, exactly. But the fact that they have a calendar and that it's ready for 2018 may be that we get some actual like announcements here soon for casting. Gotcha. And a quicker production date. Okay. Which I think it would be a very cool way to introduce Batgirl, so then Joss Whedon can go do the Batgirl movie. Right. So that would be fun. But he's not going to start on that until they're done with the Justice League reboot, right. which oh, well. they're in the midst of. Yeah. And suppose we were supposed to be getting a trailer soon. A new one? Yeah, and we're supposed to be seeing Black 
shooting Superman in that trailer. Yeah. Yeah. So, could be interesting. So, mm. talk, any, you good then? Yeah, I'm good. Yep. All right, so, Brian, what the fuck's going on in Star Wars? Nothing much this week. <laughs> nothing, nothing at all? <laughs> yeah, it's a slow week again. Uh, the people who voiced uh, Ahsoka Tanyo and Anakin Skywalker. Ahsoka? Sometimes it's just to make friends. Now, now, hang on a second. This is your lead story? You Star Wars? Hey, you don't, don't, hey, you don't end on the high note. I like to end on the best stuff. Yeah. Anyway, they've gotten together and have been uh, recording dialogue, which, you know, they kind of end the Clone Wars abruptly I felt now that I'm caught up on it. Yeah. And they've both been they've both been into voice some stuff on Rebels, so who knows, there might be some more stuff for Rebels or maybe they're going to come back in. So little little burp there I was kinda of excited about just because I like the animated stuff. Um you know the big news, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller getting ousted from the Han Solo project. Right. Straight up fired. Yeah. Uh, mm. apparently that from what I've read more and more, is that they just were not handling that big of a production. Uh, people were looking for daily direction about, you know, whether it was actors or still crew members, crew members or anything, and you know, they, they were just trying to write jokes. So he's gone. Ron Howard's in. Well, and from what I heard, they got to the point where Kennedy was seeing the dailies, and she was like, what the fuck are they doing? Yeah, it was not, like this gave, is not what we gave them, and so they actually sent Lawrence Kasdan to the set to babysit them, and made sure that they did takes word for word of the script, and then they gave them two takes to do improvs. It's like you gave a couple yeah. of high school kids free reign on the do whatever you want. But it, I mean, you gotta with that cast in that movie. I feel like you gotta allow for some improvisation. I give you that much, but. Look, I have a feeling it was a lot of that, and not there was no cohesive story happening, and so therefore. I just think when you are dealing with these franchises that are set up, let's be honest, they probably have the next three movies already plotted out. They're expecting people to do what, you know, these are our plot points. This is how we're getting from A to Z. You need to do that, and we don't have time for you to jack around. Well, so then they wouldn't because get fit for the money. Flash. Maybe, and that's maybe so, why they left Flash. you got to remember, they walked away from the Flash to do Han Solo, which they get canned on. Right. They well, haven't directed a film since Lego Batman. That's what I mean, though, is that... Or, I'm, sh- I'm sorry, Lego Movie. They shouldn't be a good fit for Flash, then. So they, should not, they should not get hired. Yeah. yeah. They should not get hired for Flash. It just sounds to me like the Han Solo, Han Solo movie is a complete fucking mess right now. Well, I mean, when the directors aren't directing, then yeah, that's probably a mess. Then it's going to take some little cleaning up. I'm, mm-hmm. you know, concerned about uh, what's his name getting acting lessons at this point. But what is it? You know, maybe it was just they were just trying to the new Han Solo. Maybe they were just trying to, uh, you know, help him. You know, give him a little pointers on how to be more Han Solo esque. Yeah. Not so much that he needed acting help, but just more so how to get like into the character. Yeah. And it. I had read somewhere that it was him. Um, what's his damn name? Anyway. The kid playing Han Solo, who was the one that kind of like narked on Miller and Lord yeah. to what was going on. It's kind of like, uh, this isn't being done the right way. Yeah, he doesn't have him. a very easily 
memorable name. It's not easy. Alden, Alden Edenrick. Yeah. So. And my last bit of news is that it looks like uh, Mark Hamill's getting a star in the Walk of Fame. Woohoo! It's about he's time. A, he's in for next year's uh, allotment of stars. Seems like there's a whole lot of them for next year, I've heard. Yeah, I haven't seen much more than him. They've got over 2,600 stars now. Yeah. That's on the right. sidewalk. So, that's it for me. Uh, Marvel news. Uh, we have a confirmation that the little kid in Iron Man 2 that Tony Stark comes up behind and shoots the uh, uh, robot is, in fact, Peter Parker, the Tom Holland Peter Parker. So uh, I think that was kind of fun because that was a fan theory that was out there. And uh, Feige came out and, well, Tom Holland came out and confirmed it through, through Feige. Feige. So um, it looks like uh, the guy who's directing Spider-Man uh, he's going to be back for the sequel. They're already talking about uh, that. It's not going to be Homecoming 2, but it'll be a continuation of that. Um, and it's supposed to be John the, Lott. the first movie after Avengers, right? And that was going to be the next one. Is after. Uh, it's supposed to be the first movie of Phase 4, Yeah. which the second Infinity War movie is going to be the last. So then they came out and said that uh, this will be the first of Phase 4, but... There's no other detail to it besides that for right now. And then we got a god-awful Inhumans poster <laughs> with the release date on it. They've really got to start. they got to give us something. This is being getting real hard to back up. <laughs> I mean, and honestly, truly, I'm, I'm okay with the majority of everything except for... Medusa. Medusa. And her flipping hair. Like, that just looks like shit. I mean, I, I could be down for everything. You know, even the 2,000-pound like, dog. AR, teleporting Black dog. Bolt, yeah, Black Bolt not having a mask. Pull like, that back up. Let me see that. And September 29th is when the series is supposed to start. So the IMAX release is going to be before that. Right. So you got to figure the IMAX release is going to be, what, beginning of September? It's supposed to be like, yeah. towards the end of summer. Well, that it's supposed would be... to be yeah, it's because it's supposed to be around Labor Day, right? Which is about the third. Uh, after his debut, IMAX in the September first. There you go. So, yeah, it just <laughs> are, are we going to get our first big swing and a miss by Marvel? Marvel? I mean, if, unless you want to count Iron Fist, but well, kind of I don't even know if that was a swing and miss though. Like, that's the I most don't... popular show. I don't think it was a swing and miss. It was good. Yeah, it was, I think it was I'll give you, I mean, Iron Fist was a foul tip, but this is just not, they got to give people something more than what we're seeing. Yeah, I mean, it's just like you've literally not given us anything really good to go on with this. Given us a bullshit teaser that was nothing but a voiceover. He gave us a poster that showed us mostly everybody, but it didn't like even have... Five of the main characters? Five of the main, five of like the seven or eight. And her hair looked like shit then. And I was like, you know, maybe it's just like a pre-production. Like, maybe it should look... This looks like they photoshopped her face on wrong. Yeah. Like, ugh. It looks rough. It almost looks like they took uh, Famkin Jensen, or, uh, yeah, from yeah. Uh, X3 and put this chick's face on her, on her hair. It's bad. It it's just so looks bad. at us. Looks out of sorts. Just, like, yeah. Who's the guy down in the middle? Ian Rowan. Ian Rowan. I loved him in Misfits, but yeah. number one. But man, I 
hate him from. I mean, I, I, I just can't. I can't look at him anymore. He's yeah. Like, and it doesn't help that they've got him kind of looking the same as he did in Game of Thrones. Cleaned yeah, up. Well, up a little bit better. He's playing Black Bolt's brother, yeah. who and he doesn't like him. So, and I actually wrote down in my notes, "Inhumans, what the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> so. You gotta give me something to maybe continue a, a playthrough. You gotta pause. think that we're at beginning of July. They've gotta give us a full trailer here pretty soon. And it's like they leaked one yeah. when I posted it. I posted it to our Twitter, but it was just like I. It was like you know it had some big stupid watermark over it. Right. It wasn't much. It, it was a voiceover with a little bit of footage. Footage. So I don't know. It definitely looks like they're struggling on this one. It's gonna be a rough ride. Yeah. Which is, I mean, considering they made all the adjustments to this, yeah, you know, compared to their original plan. And it's just like I would almost rather just see them somehow try to bring the Inhumans onto Shield. Well, I mean, yeah, it's like you're going down that road anyway. Just bring, just do it. Just bring them home. Right. You're gonna make you're gonna make it a TV show now. Well, why don't you help the people who've been suffering on Shield for two seasons and that's just okay. No, I'm, I'm not disagreeing. I'm sitting, Last season was good, but the seasons before were a little rough. So, All right, let's move on to our main topic, and we're going to talk about, as we did with our versus question, weapons. Uh, man-made weapons against the supernatural ones. Which one do you think has more success? Which one gets more respect? So, I mean, you can boil this down to Batman versus Superman. You've got an alien versus a man, uh, super superpowers versus well, tech. That's what. Well, so that's what I wanted to get into. Is are we specifically talking about weapons or abilities? Uh, weapons. Okay, because this should be then a Green Lantern versus Batman. If you want. Because that and because Superman doesn't have weapons, he has abilities. His eyeballs and his fists are, are weapons, but they're abilities. Like Green Lantern has a supernatural ring, whereas Batman has more. DIY shit. Okay, that's I don't care. I mean, that's fine. We that's what I was wanting to you hear. You can make you can put that in your head if you want. I mean, if that, help, if that audience, helps you make make you make. I'm just saying, Superman yes, yes. shouldn't be brought up in this conversation. He's an outlier. Because he does like because like I said, he doesn't have weapons. He has abilities. If we're talking about weapons, those are separate things. Okay, so then Green Lantern's only weapon is his ring. ring. Right. And then Batman's utility belt. Okay, so Green Arrow's but, bow. But this was Brian's question, which we you said earlier, the the ring is only limited by what? Your will. Your will. Yeah. So is that an ability? No, because well, I mean, yes it is, but through an object. I consider a weapon to be an object. Like I don't get behind the whole like my fist or weapons. Because right, then I mean, we could get into it, like to... I could bring a pencil to school, that's a fucking weapon. But, but you way. have to know how to use it exactly. as a weapon, right? Which no different than Superman has to know, learn how to use his eyes as a weapon. That's really for his too. heat vision and his X-ray and his fists and I his just body, thought we were talking about weapon. like physical objects when we were talking I, about weapons. This part, I give you Green Lantern as lame as it is. So go ahead, lame. <laughs> Green Lantern's the shit, dude. He could literally create peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with that thing, right? Uh. I, I mean, I do I do like Batman more because I feel like it's more relatable and it's like more of a thing you could actually do. Badassery-wise, yes, Green Lantern would win because that ring is super dope. And he, like Brian said earlier in the show, you can 
create anything. But I kind of like the approach to superheroism and a Green Lantern, Batman, Peter Parker. Kind of, I guess Peter Parker's got. See, he would be a good one because he has supernatural abilities, but also uses weapons to further those abilities. His shooters. His shooters. Did you call those weapons or just. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Hmm. Right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Anytime you can blast somebody in the face with a water web. Well, give me a couple of days. <laughs> <Easy laughs> <to, laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, what do you think, Brian? Are you more DIY or give me alien power? I'm I'm torn on this one. I I feel like it's all about what you do with what you got. And although I think you can don more respect on the guy who builds it all up with his billions of dollars, or than the guy who maybe was just born with it. But it's it's more about what you choose to do with it and and use it for good. So you, in that instance, then you respect Batman more than you do Lex Luthor, just yes. because Batman chooses to use his money mm-hmm. to do good, and Lex Luthor doesn't. Well, yeah, absolutely. But I mean, Lex Luthor and Batman are in the same vein, though. They are. Yeah. One's bad, one's good. Well. Right. I'm just saying that, you know, you can't fault Superman because he was born with these gifts. I just don't consider them weapons. That's where I stand on it. If you consider them weapons, then that's a good... So we're we're talking about hard goods here. Right. We have to redirect the conversation to... Hardware? Hardware. (laughs) Who has the best hardware? So Thor's got supernatural hardware, right? Right. Green Lantern's got supernatural hardware, right? Batman's man-made. Yep. Cyborg... Cyborg is man-made. a living weapon, man, yeah. man, alien, man made by aliens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Well, there's some I mean, you got, yeah. Hawkeye. Hawkeye. You got man-made. Black Widow, man made. You know the stuff that, that Iron Hawkeye man. pulls off. Iron Man, man made. I mean, he's Batman, essentially. With, Mine, with way more Luther. Well, with more humor. How but, would you put him more Luther? I mean, Luther basically builds his own Iron Man suit. He does, yeah. So in that vein. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying that he's a bad guy or anything. I'm just saying when you boil down to what their weapons are, there's no difference in between Iron Man and Luther. Okay. All right. I feel you on that. Okay. But, again, one's good, one's bad. I'm not talking about that. We're talking about the hardware. But I, I I would estimate that Iron Man has the cooler tech. Than oh. Batman? Then Lex, Lex Luthor. Luthor. Oh, yeah. Hell oh, yeah. Because hmm. Luthor's just so driven on one dude, whereas Iron Man's like, I have a contingency plan for any motherfucker that wants yeah. to walk up in here. Right, but Luthor is driven for one dude that, because of that one dude, he should be able to handle anybody else who gets in his way. Okay. Minus his kryptonite bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's. When you look at the Injustice game, yeah, like Luther's moves are so fucking lame. Like his oh big, for sure his yeah. big his big uh, yeah, mech. yeah his mech suit, but like his big finishing moves and stuff are just like meh. Yeah, but then like the Batman one is you know that's really kind of cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna blow you up, 
put you in smoke, and then run you the fuck over with oh, my car. That I'm going to remote control. <laughs> it's not very good at the new one. Oh, no? Have you played it? I'm playing it right now. Okay. No, I haven't gotten that yet. Hasn't got his Christmas present yet. Right. <laughs> really? <sighs> other, other things. <laughs> Moving on. Move along. So, so which one do you think gets more respect? Out of? Between your man-made versus... I don't know how it draws respect. I mean... I think, personally, I think the man-made ones draw more respect. Because it's like, granted, like, the only thing that you can, that I would give, like, the supernatural ones is that generally there has to be something, like, good or... Well, like there has the, to be something about you to be able to control well, like said with thing. the ring, with Mjolnir, you've got to be... Right, like, you have to be a certain kind of to, person. Yeah, you can't... It's that's, You're chosen. With the DIY, it's like but, any man can do it. Or any man could control... I mean, not as well, but any man could control it. Right. So, I mean, it's all more about the person with the supernatural weapons, if mm -hmm. you will. Like, Green Lantern, if you have a good will, either way. Because you have Sinestro, who's... Like, evil. Yeah. You know, if you're not worthy enough, then you can't pick up the hammer. Yeah. So... It's like, well, and it's so, like, so boil it down. What's the difference? I mean, just because Deathstroke is an evil man, then his text for shit? It's not that his text for shit, because I, I respect Deathstroke. I think he's a pretty cool character. Uh, but you don't that, respect Lex Luthor. No, Lex Luthor is a piece of shit. And his text for <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. His, you could say his text better, though. It may be, like, quote-unquote better, but it's. It, I feel like it's always super lame. Like, I don't ever feel, like, wowed by Lex Luthor. But you're wowed by Deathstroke. Yeah, because he's a total badass. Because he's wearing a hockey mask and got a machine gun and a sword. Yeah, he can do it all. <laughs> and he doesn't need a I think it, it almost sounds like it boils down I, to I the have character. It, I, it, can't, it boils down to who controls it, because I have mad respect for Iron Man. And like you said, Iron Man is essentially Lex Luthor. But aren't we seeing this debate pulled out in the pages of Thor? Uh, that would you would have to tell me that. Well, I mean, you kind of are because you have a different Thor holding the hammer, yeah. Mjolnir, but then you have the other one come through from the Ultimates universe, mm -hmm. where Odin's son basically has it in his grasp and he refuses to do it because he doesn't feel like he's worthy. Mm -hmm. And now we're getting. Ball stag of all people coming up and picking up that the uh, the axe hammer. hammer, the ultimate hammer. Yeah. And so now you've got Jane Foster Thor. Now we have War Thor. Yeah. And Odin's son, who is just out there with his axe and his goat running around the universe. So it's like it's all about. I guess it is come down to the character and if you are if you use it for good or not. Well, and it's like, and I'll equate it to this too, because like I just we played we had our uh, I played Dungeons and Dragons with a couple of guys and a gal, and I think it equates similarly to that. Like there are certain weapons that were gifted to us in our last quest, and it's like those you like the the weapon had to fit the person. Okay. It wasn't like we could have just picked anyone we wanted, because it's like I don't think right. I so could do. So the elf isn't going to pick up the hundred pound hammer. Exactly, right? Like, I, as a bird person, got a rapier. But we have a half-orc who got a giant slayer sword. And it's like, it wouldn't... You couldn't vice versa those weapons. Because it's like, the weapon has to fit. And sure, the weapon but, has to be properly used. Like, he uses it very well. Okay, 
but your your human characters and their DIY 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 weapons they tailor those weapons to what they're good at right like their abilities like you know Batman comes up with a smoke pellet because he wants to be able to disappear around corners and shit like that you yeah. know and you know Iron Man has a suit because of his arc reactor in his chest I mean it, it's all right so you've been Counting us this whole time. What do you think? Where do you give the respect here? Yeah, you're like taking us for an answer. And, <laughs> yeah. and, and I, don't I, hear I, honestly, I, I give it more to the supernatural ones. Because if you like it or not, you were born with this ability, and it is up to you to choose what you want to do with this ability. Like, very, Superman could have very easily just lived a normal life and not done a damn thing. Or been evil. Or been born in Russia. But you could say the same thing evil. with the guy who makes all this shit. You could, yeah. But I think because it's a supernatural ability, it is more immune, you know, like more put upon you to, you know, do something with it, and then what are you going to do with it? Whereas DIY, well, I'm, I'm good with the DIY. Do yourself it? DIY. <laughs> God. I'm just saying, we're on a professional podcast. Are we? <laughs> just because you're good with a soldering iron doesn't mean you're not, you know, going to go stop bank robbers. No, true. Absolutely not. But I think it's I mean, look personal at, okay, drive. This is the, look at Blank Man. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I haven't in a long time. <laughs> I have not seen That's that what we ought to be doing. Bit. Compare Superman to Blank Man. <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. I just think it's more put upon the heroes out there with those supernatural abilities and what they're going to do with those. There are greater expectations of them? I think it's more of a pressure because even though Thor doesn't have Mjolnir, yeah, um, he still has abilities to go out there and do good and he chooses to. Right. He just, with Mjolnir, he's able to do more. You know? But so do you think Bruce? So then, with that comparison, you're saying Bruce Wayne wouldn't do shit without his utility belt? Let's face it his super his superhero power is that he is rich. Right, we get that. So, well, he also put a shit ton of time and training and right. developing his skill set. Right, but but he's not the only like he, okay. I see, uh, I see without what his saying. tech, he's a good MMA fighter. Yeah, you know. But he has to have that tech, and he has to have that money to have that tech. And he has that money because of his family or his dad or whatever, you know whatever story you want to go with. You know, okay. I, I would say that maybe man made is more earned. Yeah, I give you that much because you're putting that much effort into it. You have well, could you a say... goal. You have a goal of like I'm going to be Batman and I'm going to help the city and I'm going to do this. Whereas with supernatural abilities. It's more of a an internal struggle of like, you know, I could end this world if I wanted really wanted to, but do I choose to? Do I want to help these people? So Okay. Are you buying that or not? You, I am you kinda well, you, you, you can say also that Superman inherits his abilities, just as though Batman inherited the money and Batman could have done good or evil with his money. I'm not and... buying that money is the same as abilities. Well, it, it, it affords him the abilities. Just like our yellow son affords Superman his abilities. 
he did not have those they were powers. Both, both those things were bestowed upon them, and yeah. they both had to make a decision on what to do with uh, it. I'm going to call bullshit on that, <laughs> because we've had plenty of poor superhero, or, you know, heroes out there. I mean, the only difference in between Casey Jones and Batman is the bank account. True. Casey Jones is deaf as fuck. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Is it? I mean... Essentially, we're fighting the same battle. You think so? Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay, let's move into our uh, merchandise segment. Brian, you got anything cool you've been hunting or received lately? Uh, I found something I had to. I did have to buy the other day. Perusing the toy aisle, and this is this is only to satiate my desire to have to own the '66 Lego Batcave set. Okay. Oh wait, you don't have that yet? No, I don't have that yet. Can't. Got a brick. Wait, are you talking about the Lego set or the the Lego set? Okay. It is going. Sale I found. Over there. I found Whoa. these Hot Wheels has put out the classic TV series Batcopter. Batcycle. And Batcycle. There's also the Bat Boat out there with trailer I'm after. I believe they, those are. Those are really neat. Those are a lot more red and black than I thought they'd be. Yeah. The back copper caught my eye first. I was like, have to have that. It was one of my cool. favorite things from the series. But you know, it wasn't until what two, three years ago that they they released the license for right. yeah. yeah, so it hasn't been very much. They did a Batmobile that was in this line a couple years ago that I'm tracking down. But from what I can tell, it's not the scale to hold the bat boat, so I'm kind of disappointed in that. That is a little bit of a bummer. Do you have the trick, like? It's, oh, it's like a Batman Forever. Yeah, so these are different generations of Batmobiles, but they don't have the 66 Batmobile in this particular series, although they have done it in the past. Okay. But That's these true. are these are new, so... I And I'm... Uh, open them or... I don't know. I kind of want to open them. Uh, well, let me see the hell You guys know my opinion it, on that. Does it actually spin? <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you can see the blades aren't totally right. I guess the, it is weird that Batman was... Blue and black, and mm-hmm. and then all of his vehicles were red and black. Red and black. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't put the Batmobile in here. Well, it's like I said, they've, they've, done, they've, done, it done, it they've done it once, but not in this line. And it's been a few years too. The Batboat with the trailer. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'll find that one next. They're pretty good. Just complete that set. Okay, Ted. You yeah. Got... What about you? Well, uh, I got a couple of things for my first Father's Day. Which uh, um, wifey got me. Uh, I think the highlight of it all was then this book. It's like <laughs> a freaking Bible. But uh, the He-Man figures used to come with a mini comic that was behind the figure. Uh-huh. And each of them kind of told a little story as to that figure. So like if you got Ram Man, the little comic was about Ram Man. If you got Merman, then it's about Merman, stuff like that. This is a collection of all of the mini comics. <laughs> like even, it even has the, the bound ribbon in there. Yeah, I mean, it is like straight up Bible. Um, so, like, opening up their Spider, one of the, you know, you got that with the vehicle, was seeing him do that. And there's, um, well, hell, the Meteor guy, I forget his name, but. It wasn't Meteor Man? No. <laughs> Metroid. Metroid, I think that was it. So, um, yeah, but this is too much. And I, I eyeballed it at Barnes & Noble. 
because we were just walking past mm -hmm. and she kept it in her mind and come through with it. So it's like uh, Point Dread. So this comic is going to be about Point Dread, mm -hmm. which was like the Falcon type vehicle that you could perch upon Castle Grayskull. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. So, they blocked in, didn't it? Yeah. And so it was all, it'll be all about how Skeletor's using Point Dread and blah, 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 blah. And like, you go back to the early comics, like, the characters are kind of completely different. Like, Beastman is all one color, which Brian got me this guy from the vinyl figure. This is the Beastman comic. Okay. Mini comic is what they're calling it. So this coloring, like, if you look at Beastman in, like, the early comics, he's all red. Which is ridiculous. No, like blue belt or yeah, there's no yellow highlights eyes. or anything like that. And then like Stratos is the same way. He's just oh, which was the one you got last time, right? Um, so I mean, it's it's kind of cool that those vinyl figures are keeping it that way. And then also uh, just having this. I mean, this is gonna like yeah. See, like there's Beastman comic, mini comic. He's all red. Okay, so. You see what they're yeah. doing there? So, so that's, that's why is, he's all red. Right. And then, like, if you... There's, there was another picture of Stratos that I saw in here real quick. But, like, cool. yeah, there's Stratos. So that explains the coloring. That white we got. is all white. Yeah. yeah. So regardless, <laughs> this is this is going to go next to Junior's Nightstand. <laughs> this will be the bedtime story this will be he the gets Bible. told. <laughs> so that that was really nice. I mean, she got me a, a fishing pole, and then she made me a... Uh, you have to order and throw it in the pond. Yeah, she made me a um, Lego. Yeah, I know. Did you feel this? It's fucking well, ridiculous. Imagine it's heavy. It's yeah, heavy book. But it, it oh, but it's also all of them, even through like the new line that they tried to do. Yeah, that the was a He-Man cool two thousand or whatever. So, what's in the very back? Looks like you've got something different back here. Just looking at the pages, edges. Uh, script? They like the yeah, there's scripts. So. And then there's oh, like color. color pages. Yeah. Um, very cool. Yeah. Very. Nice job, Aunt Brandy. Yeah. Totally. Like I, I was, I hadn't opened it until today because I wanted to like flip through with this with with you guys. And uh, but anyway, she also made me a little uh, ceramic uh, Lego brick that opens up, so I can stash stuff in that. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, stuff. <laughs> You know, things, description stuff, books, strawberries, sweaters, sweaters, that type of stuff. So, um, all right, uh, guy walks in. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, are we doing that now? I have my merchandise. Oh, my bad, I forgot. Sorry. My goodness, really doesn't listen to us. Uh, so as I was talking about hanging out with some D and D friends, I got uh friend TJ of the uh, show and D and D partner. I uh, was giving up some comic books, and so I picked up a fat stack of old school Black Panther. Got some Killmonger in there. Got some Man Ape. Nice. First uh, Scott Lang appearance, but it's like got like a nice fold in it. <laughs> so, but uh, I did pick up some for Brian here. What? Uh, we got a special last collector's item: Meeting of the Minds with Star Trek. So you got Kirk and Spock there going at it. Oh, yeah. And I like and the, the, uh, the 10-speed racer up the top. top. Yeah. yeah. Contest. And then there was uh, the death of Lois Lane, Superman's girlfriend. So thanks, TJ. Thanks, TJ. What is you doing, baby? 
Lois killed our Lois killed on our honeymoon, and it's my fault. Of course it is. You fucked her to death. Yeah, but he had a. Uh, what do you had expect a... would happen when you? <laughs> The only way you can bang her is with a kryptonite condom, but you gotta kill him. Can't keep it up with that on. <laughs> but now he uh, he suffered some unfortunate basement trauma. So what? I went through a couple of his books, and he had some that were still in Dude, decent shape. And, uh, what so happened? Just a flood from the rain? Flood from the rain and oh, leak in the... He just got that taken care of, though. Skids, people. Pallets. Put yeah. those things up off the That's ground. I mean, yeah, I was... He, Showed it, you know, like reached out to me like right away, and I was just like horrified. He had some really, really decent books in there too, and it's just like they're all. Speaking of books and going in boxes, it seems like there's like some stuff that's sitting around here that needs to be dealt with. It's around here. No, I've been I here it. for almost a year. No, I bought a new comic book Somebody box last time. week. Oh, you so, did? Yeah, that's what you're thinking of. Oh, probably. okay. Because I could have swore there's some crap over here. That I don't know if be... there's any crap in this place. No, <laughs> that's true. I'll give you that. Well, that's cool. Did yeah. you pull any for yourself? Oh yeah, like uh, I have. Yeah, I have like that fat sack of Black Panther. Oh, um, I, I there didn't was a, there. I think it was like first first issue of Power Girl, a couple early Spider Woman issues. But, uh, but yeah, I figured you would dig those. Well, the best are the like send away for the, you know the advertisements. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, going. We went through a couple of those and they were just just hilarious. I don't know how you guys did it back then. <laughs> oh, I actually sent away for some of that stuff. Oh, yeah. I remember one time in school, happen. like, we all pulled together and everybody, like, ordered, the, we put one ordered again in together with all of us. <laughs> and then when it came in, finally, we were like, oh, look, here's yeah. this, here's this. Uh, but I do, speaking on merchandise, I just want to yes. give a big double middle finger to San Diego Comic Con. No shit. They dude. get all they the are fucking me cool shit. And it's like, I don't, like, I don't, it's definitely not what it once was. Like, I used to, like, really want to go to San Diego Comic-Con. It is. But, like, after, like, watching videos and, like, the pictures throughout, it's, like, but now it's, like, the only reason I want to go is to, like, buy shit. Like, they're doing those brickheads from Lego. You know they're those doing will a be Spider-Man. Like, yeah. day one. There's going to be 500 people who line up just for that. Yeah. And it will, and it's a Spider-Man Venom double, double pack. And they're doing uh, the Dorbs Skeletor with yeah, his with Battle, Battle Cat. Or Panthor. Panthor, excuse me. I didn't know, and I... Was, didn't want to mess it up, but it's like they've got a bunch of other really cool pop figures. Yeah, like I mean expensive. they were releasing them like one day a week last week, and it was just like, "Fuck you guys, stop, stop." <sighs> and then it's like because if you want to go buy those retail, then like the Ned Stark from a couple of years ago that we saw at Comic Con yeah. this year. Oh, with a magnetic head, five hundred dollars. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, you see it with all the the the, the, the mini figs, the, the the Star Wars Lego little mini sets. Yeah. They do. Which are super cool because they're like really scaled down scenes, and but they're a couple hundred bucks instantly. Oh yeah, and it's like so that's what I, like how much do they sell for at these cons? Most of them are free. Is that right? Yeah, all you got to do is stand in line and get them. Uh. Most of them are like they'll either be in your bag or they will you know you grab them as you go through. Now, I think like the Lego set you'll probably have to buy. The, some of the Funko mm -hmm. you'll probably have to purchase. But, I mean, you can get on their... I mean, it's like, if you're going to San Diego Comic-Con, sign in now, and you get yours reserved. Or you can go up there day one and get it reserved. I mean, essentially, it's then, like, crazy. you could... Well, it's like you could sign up for all those pre-gets, then, and then just pay for your Comic-Con experience. 
by selling all the shit you didn't want that you got for free. Right. Uh, yeah. It's definitely uh, infuriating. Now, granted, if they came out and said, hey, here's your Indiana Comic Con Right, so I was going to say, Paul, uh, you're totally on it. I'll be in there uh, day one. Yeah. So. And just do this to the rest of the world. I got mine. <laughs> I got mine. I'm going to sell mine for $500. All right. I think it's time for that new segment on our show. Let's get some live trivia. Some uh-huh. live trivia. We're going to be calling out somebody here. Now, our explain, generator. explain how people can get in on this. All right. So while Brian's finding a name to, through our generator, I'll go through the rules here. Uh, each week, we're going to do a live uh, trivia segment where we will call and ask the uh, recipient a question of the day based on our main topic of the show. So so I announced our topic was superhero weapons. weapons. And so like I announced on Facebook on Sunday our topic, so you could kind of get yourself prepared, get yourself ready. And to get entries into this, what you would need to do is either DM us on Twitter or reach out in a personal message on Facebook with your name and phone number. And that's one entry. Uh, you can also go to patreon.com backslash nerdspeak and sign up for one of our many different levels and right. gain more entries through there. And those entries are automatic every week. Every week. So you wouldn't have to Save reach out to hassle. us again with your name and number each week. It would, If you did, it would just be another entry into the pool. So we hope to, uh, we've got a few now going, so we'll uh, figure out who we got here and we'll give them right, a call. I'm just going to keep clicking the random name picker here until Ted tells me to stop. All right. So when you're ready, tell me to stop. Big money, stop no whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. Heather Storms. All right. What? All right, let's get her on the phone. I will give her a shout. She works with me over at Black Market. Now, is she a Patreon member, or is she just... Uh, She's a Patreon, a Patreon member. member. There you go. She's supporting Pays. her boy. So we'll give Heather a live call. Turn it on speaker, maybe? Sure, I guess. And it's Monday night, so we won't be working at Black Market since we're closed. <laughs> she might be. In she the better middle. be there. Oh, and you must answer to qualify. Right, otherwise we move on. This is rather anticlimactic. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, we got to leave her a message to her if she missed out. Zero. Ah, la, 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 la. Why don't you just text her that she missed out? I'll text her. All right. So, whammies, Ted, tell me when to stop. Stop. Keith Weinman. Kevin. Kevin. Can you not? You, Sorry. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm How are you two functioning <laughs> adults? Oh, and you never <sighs> mess anything up. That's right. You, you, never right. you do have a man bun still, so. Well, oh, I'm doing uh, pretty much everything right. Let's give Kevin a call. I even texted him earlier. I was like, you're my kid call tonight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kevin, this is Nerdspeak, and you are on air live. <laughs> hey, guys, how are you? Doing well. How are you, friend? Good, good, good. What's the uh, topic of discussion tonight? So we've got superhero weapons on the docket tonight. Oh, all right. I, I, uh, man, I haven't rushed up on that 
<laughs> I feel like you got this. All right, so this, this question's got a two-parter. What is Thor's weapon of choice? Second part was, can you spell it? But we'll just give it to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think there's a Q and the letter five. <laughs> I think there's a couple uh, a question marks. emoji in the middle. All right, what does what he want there, Brennan? So, Kevin, if you're tuning into Facebook now, you can see for yourself. But we have here an exclusive Battlestar Galactica Cylon Raider figure. It's a nice six-inch series that we got here, and it comes with a nice little stand, so you can have it at your desk or put it on display at the home. Oh, boy, make him spell it. <laughs> <laughs> so this, uh, yeah, this is a sweet uh, loot crate exclusive that we got for you. So we'll have to get together, get some drinks, and I can deliver that in your sticker. That's right. And uh, and why don't you tell all these lovely people how easy it was to get on Patreon with us? Thank you, Kevin. We appreciate all the love and support, and uh, I'll see you soon, bud. Can't wait for that All right, bud. Bye. There we see, go. That's the way it works. Bummer. Heather's calling in now. Did you call, call and see what she wants? <laughs> no. But we know what She's she like, was. Oh, sorry, you missed. You got to answer that right. call, folks. So a guy walks into a bar, and you get to walk into a bar with any superhero outfit. Which one and why? The outfit, not the not the weapon, but the right. outfit. Just, just the outfit. I'm gonna have to get a Darkwing Duck. <laughs> that dude has a sweet hat and a badass cape and that blazer. I was always so jealous of. Uh, very nice. Okay, Ed. Uh, I'm going with the greatest American hero. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. Should have gone first. You know, it's uh, it's a onesie. It's comfy. You know, it's you got the, like pajamas, right? you got mm -hmm. the um, you got the cape to kind of keep you warm if you get a little chilly. So yeah, I'm going with that. Brian, where you at? Man, Just, you know you want to put on those blue tights and the no, red cape. No, no, not at all. People be tugging on that shit. <laughs> hey, um, you don't tug on Superman's cape. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Huh. You don't want to shred He Man's. Uh... Dude, I'm going Ryan Reynolds, Green Lantern. Boo! <laughs> Come on, it's animated. The worst. <laughs> the worst. Hands down, the worst superhero outfit uh, of all time. I would take 1970s Iron Man and the Hulk <laughs> over that shit. 
Very bad. Oh. I have to disagree. Okay, I think that's going to do it for this week. Uh, Brennan, if people want to reach out to us, how can they do that? You can find us on Facebook uh, using NerdSpeak. As well, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at NerdSpeak underscore. And you can always reach out to us with the hashtag NerdSpeak versus. So you can give us your thoughts, ideas, opinions. Tell us whether Ted's right, Brendan's right, or Brian's right. We all know that Ted's right. Oh, whatever. And uh, and you can reach out to us with any ideas uh, as well. Uh, we want to hear from you with the trivia entries. So be sure to DM us or PM us. And Brian, if uh, people want to get in automatically on that trivia entry, or if they just uh, love us and want to give us money, how do they do that? Well, they don't just give us money. We give them so much in return. That's right. <laughs> they go to patreon.com forward slash nerdspeak. That's uh, patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash nerdspeak. And they can reach that, like Kevin said, through our Facebook page. Yep. Just just about our, our website. Just about anything we're on, you can find your way to Patreon. Uh, Yep. And then uh, we're also on iTunes under NerdSpeak. We need to get uh, reviews, whether uh, good or bad. Just uh, let them up, leave them up there so we can see those. Given the choice, good. We would prefer good, but we'll take anything that we can get. But constructive criticism is usually welcome. Always welcome. That's right. And then uh, the website is www.nerdspeak.one. That is .one. And uh, also, we're coming up on uh, July 10th. We are going to be taping a live podcast at Tapper's Bar and Arcade. Yep. Barcade, whatever it's called. Uh, and that'll be starting around uh, 7 o'clock. And we promise it will be much better audio this time. We got that figured out. Yep. Um, but we'll also be doing the uh, trivia contest live there. We'll be doing the live trivia there, so we'll have a bowl out and some slips of paper for you to write your Twitter handles on and uh, enter for a chance as well. Everybody on Patreon, and if you wanted to send us your phone number or anything, if you can't make it, we can always call out. That's so. right. And, uh, you know, if you see the uh, event is out there on Facebook, spread the word. Even if you can't go, just uh, we ask that you share it so we can try to get the word out there as to many people as possible to get in and... Um, Get to Tappers, listen to us talk about some nerdy topics, play some games, drink some beer. Yeah. So, dude, they got the best games. With hands down. Burger. For yeah. free. Yeah. And and free pinball on Monday nights, right? The first Monday of the first month. Monday. So, but normally when we record at Tappers, it'll be free pinball. Well, it'll be the first Mondays, but because it's 4th of July, we're going to do that on the 10th. On the 10th. So. I think that's going to do it for this week. So, Brian? GLE, everyone. Brendan. See you later, Nerd Nation. Everybody have a good week. We'll talk to you soon. Stays up late. Stay up late. I want a girl with uninterrupted pride.